TV Campfire Podcast. I was like, yep, okay, so you win for the week. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. I hate to sound like a broken road. Oh, no! <laughs> We're fans. It's one of the best things on television. Oh! oh! All right, we got you a hold of Oh, no, you didn't. We talk TV. That was the best scene ever. Like, All that right, blew I'll- me away. It was absolutely amazing. I just couldn't believe it. Welcome to the show. This is podcast number 461, and I'm Libya, your host, and this week we have returning guests. Hi, this is Yusan from Los Angeles, costume designer and TV enthusiast. Hi, this is Greg, TV enthusiast from St. Louis. This is Tom, I'm executive director of screenwriting at Azusa Pacific University in Los Angeles. Hi, this is Allison, and talking to you from the wilds of the San Fernando Valley. And I write reviews for Weednopolis. The wilds of the San Fernando Valley? Has the valley changed that much <laughs> yeah. since I've been outside? Every- like- <laughs> Everybody what? else was giving their location. I figured, you know, it was, <laughs> it was mandatory now. All yeah, right, like, nice. Are there, are, are there wild animals running around? I know. Around? I was there like, There are, I- actually. We get that, bobcats in our backyard. That's true. That is oh, wow. true. That's, yeah, she's further out than us. Yeah, I forgot about I'm that. All right. the hills. All right, let's start off with the news. Uh, first up, So You Think You Can Dance has been canceled. Uh, oh. It's time. It's well, time. Just, just season 17. Just <laughs> I like that show. Uh, I watched it religiously, especially the first five seasons. All right. Uh, Selma Hayek has a first look deal at Netflix, if anybody cares about that. Uh, Daria has a spinoff that will be starring Tracy Ellis Ross at Comedy Central. Um, Betty has been renewed for season two at HBO. There will be a... Betty? I don't know. I haven't seen it. It's a comedy. That's all I got. Uh, There's a new Smurfs that will be landing at Nickelodeon. Because, you know... Why? You know, the Smurfs... The Smurfs was a classic, which, of course, you have to remake. Um... Michael Keaton is to star in a new show called Dope Stick at Hulu. Dope which is Sick. Dope Sick. Oh, you're right. It's Dope Sick. I called it. I don't know why I added a T because never mind. Uh, it's about the opioid crisis. Um, Manifest has been renewed at NBC. And on the reverse of that. Uh, <laughs> on the reverse of that, Sunnyside, why? Indebted, and. Uh, Bluff City Law, which I think we already knew, have all been canceled. Um, yeah, Manifest is such a boring show. Oh my goodness! But to Ugh. be fair, I've only seen it. Since, I haven't watched since season one ended. Uh, for Life has been renewed for season two at ABC, and Center has been renewed for season four at USA. Oh, cool! That is my news, Tom. I have I have more. Um, Blackish is back on the fall schedule. It was going to be a mid-season replacement, and in light of current events, the the network weenies decided that's a bad idea. <laughs> to <laughs> take it off on, the air. Considering what's going on in real life, and since that, you know, Blackish often does episodes that deal with cultural moments like the one we lived in. Uh, Baker and the Beauty has been canceled, also on ABC. <gasps> Jimmy My Kimmel mom is, taking... is going to be devastated. Wait, what? What got canceled? <laughs> 
Baker, Baker and the Beauty. My mom loves that I show. Of that. <laughs> I don't even know what it's what's that It's called? exactly no what it sounds what like. It is 100% exactly <laughs> the whatever you are imagining. And the, hot, and the hot beauty. Yes, okay. it's exactly Hilarious. what it's so It's like Notting Hill. It's like Notting Hill, but with a baker instead of a book owner. I guess. I don't I guess. remember that movie. Uh, but yeah, it's a bromantic Jimmy was taking a su- Jimmy Kimmel is taking a summer break and he's going to have guest hosts fill in. Oscars have been delayed till April 25th, and the eligibility window has been extended till February 28th. So, ABC, really interesting because they really depend on the Oscars every year for a big ratings boost and all the surrounding stuff. Uh, Amazon has ordered Jason Kadem's adaptation of the Israeli dramedy On the Spectrum to series. Um, in BC has greenlighted or greenlit a 30 rock hour long reunion that will double as an upfront special. And then the Television Academy has expanded the comedy and drama series categories to eight nominations apiece. And then other categories will vary depending on submissions. Uh, one to 19 submissions between zero to four nominations, and anything above all the way up to 240 submissions will give you eight. And it's gradated down so it'll be an interesting emmy ceremony this wow. year because we it it's scheduled for like uh late september but um yeah you can't have the emmys there's no way well they're gonna probably end up doing some kind of socially socially distanced version mm, i don't want to go to a socially distanced version of the emmys yeah well imagine if we have a socially distanced version of the oscars <laughs> all right well, I could get a ticket to the Emmys. I can't get a ticket to the Oscars, so that... I don't uh, All right, so let's start off with the shows. First up, we're going to talk about Quiz, Episode 3, which is the conclusion with the trial, and I forgot to watch it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I, I was congratulating myself, patting myself on the back that I caught up on all the TV I wanted to watch. And I ended up watching episodes of Psych last night. <laughs> okay. All right, so since you guys watched it, what did you think? Was it worth the wait? Did the build-up all work out? Yeah. I was, I mean, I knew how it, how it ended in real life, but the, their, defense, the, uh, their defense attorney put, up a good, put on a good case. So, I mean, they were convicted. Yeah, well, I just, still trying. Did it seem like a fair trial, or did you feel like they got railroaded? Um, it seemed pretty fair. I mean, their their attorney did a good job. Um, but I I think that what kind of did them in is people, the jury seemed to have it in for them. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> I I was actually I didn't know what the outcome was, and I deliberately tried not to read about it so I could be surprised. Um, and, Were you? And I I was actually because after listening to the defense attorney, um, even though I personally emotionally feel that they did it you know it's that they're guilty i figured if i was on that jury i couldn't convict them because there was enough to be you in know doubt. in doubt about it, it it was like um enough to place and and not just you know shadow of a doubt because that's not the thing but a reasonable doubt um and it was reasonable doubt and i figured the only way the jury could have come back with a guilty verdict is if they just really hated them and, well, they got and put clearly through the they news. Did. Yeah, the, 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 the yeah. tabloids really raked them over the coals. Exactly. So the, the jury pool probably, you know, there was no way to get someone on the jury who was unaware of 
the 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 case before they were sitting on in the jury and and there was just this bias uh, against them. I think that they they kind of went over that in the previous episode when they started breaking out in a coughing fit. Um, there's no way that could have been. <laughs> um, so it, it, yeah, it, it was kind of telegraphed that way. But it, it still, even so, I, I thought that there was and I do understand that they're appealing it, and who knows what's going to happen with that. But Probably uh, yeah, it's, I. I <laughs> I, well, I don't know if they find the same kind of jury um, or or judge, but yeah, I, I was I was surprised with how it how it came out, um, and all the still I thought it was beautifully done. The performances are uniformly excellent, and and it was written incredibly well. Nice. Um, Go ahead, Tom. The, uh, the the quiz show host that Michael Sheehan plays is not happy with how he came off. Oh really? What, what? He he didn't he did not like you know Michael Sheehan's portrayal and how the character was written. So I think that's interesting. Um, I mean, but he, does anybody to... know is 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 the is the standard for a UK jury the same as a US? Because here it's beyond a reasonable doubt. Is it the same in the UK? Does anybody know? I am not sure. I I you know I assumed it was the same. I think there there was something that said. A re- something in the show where they said, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt, but I couldn't be certain. Uh, uh, Tom, why did the the host not like his portrayal? Like, was there anything I specific? I think because he kind of comes off as a pretentious git. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. what I would guess. All righty then. So. All right, let's move on. I think you guys are giving it a thumbs up. Uh, oh, next yeah. up, we're going to talk about Snowpiercer. Uh, I, this episode felt strange is the only way I can think to say it. it's like, he's not in it like we thought. Cause the dude's like in the drawer well, for, most, for of, most of it. Yeah. For most of the episode, <laughs> but the trial itself, it, it, it played with your emotions because you're like, she's guilty. She should go to jail. She suffered the consequences and it goes up and down, up and down, up and down. And you're like, Oh, she's going to get away with it because the the jury's not or the judges are gonna let her off because she's rich and blah 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 and then no it's even worse it's even worse what happens and I was like that's not gonna go over well no yeah I'm still trying to figure out her motivations and all that because I I thought her whole point was that she didn't want to cause a civil war well she doesn't between... but but the girl revealed put... that she knew who the whole her whole secret. The girl revealed that she knew that Mr. Wilson, Willard, whatever his name is. Will- Wilson, Wilford? right? Wilford? I don't remember. Wilford, she, I think it's she, Wilford. She knew that, she, that he wasn't real, that she was faking it. That's pretty much what she lets her know. Like, she's figured it out. So she has yeah, to say... And, yeah. Well, go yeah, ahead. But she's a, she's a sociopath, though. I mean, what, why does she think that she's going to keep her secret at all? That's also very true. Yeah, I mean, really, honestly, she. I, I was... I was thinking that the safest thing to do with her is exactly what she did to Davy Diggs is, you know, knock her unconscious and stick her in a drawer as fast as possible right. before she yeah. can give out that secret. Right. You know, because you can't trust her and she'll use it for other things. It's right. like, Oh, I didn't get this or that. So I'm going to, to let it out that, you know, you're Wilford. Um, you know, there's, there's, she's going to be dealing with this constantly. Plus, we're now going to have the people in in the the second, third, and tail sections in just 
revolt going crazy yeah. and, and and revolting um and it just it's it's like it doesn't make sense right yeah. agreed um tom tom did you have a thought i Come didn't I didn't really, my emotions didn't go, I mean, she's, the girl's evil. I mean, come <laughs> on, there's no doubt, the girl's evil. Yes. So, oh, yeah. when, I was surprised they found her guilty, but I was not surprised that Mr. Wilfred, out of the goodness of his heart, decided for a suspended sentence, which might as well be found not guilty, because right. it's going to have the same effect on the, uh, well, it means the they can't try, they can't try her again. It really is. But when, yeah, the whole thing is, yeah, she's just, she gets That's off. not the point. Right. She's getting off. I mean, people want, wanted her to see her get her come up in some punishment. What did y'all think of the, uh, of, of freeing David Diggs? Because that was a trip. That was crazy. Yeah. Because, and I was, well, I was glad also that he, he wasn't going to spend much more time in the drawer, too. In the, that yeah, been seriously. Like, um, but, uh, yeah, the whole, and the thing is what I really liked about it was that I, I was wondering why in the world these criminals would be helping her to do this. It's like, they don't do anything out of the goodness of our, of their hearts. And of course they didn't, they just used it as an excuse <laughs> to get in there and steal <laughs> and medicine. Rob the place. Right? Which was mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. It's and like, it, what did and you think they were going to do? I like that the second class, uh, sergeant or whatever her name is helped because yes. she she knew him now and he's like a real person to her and she was and she was really stunned that he was in a drawer because they had lied they were like she was like wait a minute he's supposed to be back in the tail she's like what's he doing in a drawer and so she was really surprised by it and because of her shock she ended up helping them and then she's now I'm sure she's kicking herself for helping them because now she screwed herself a little bit cuz that guy is obviously going to use that as leverage against her in some way, which she's not sure what form that's going to take. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this was a good episode, but I felt like it was a little darker than I needed in my life at the moment. Um, <laughs> it was not a super happy episode. Uh, well, it's Snowpiercer, you know, it's, it's not exactly going to be a fun musical. So. <laughs> well, what? They're not one thousand and one cars. <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like if we have David on this show, there it, everything should be a musical. He should be able to sing. Well, that, that's true. That's true. So, Still appears for the musical. Exactly. All right. Uh, let's move on. Next up, we're talking about... Oh, nice. About... It works out well. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Next up, uh, we're going to talk, I May Destroy You. And now we have episode two. Does it make the story all work now, or is it all one piece? Well, it it starts to... She's trying to piece together what happened the night before. Right. And but I'm saying... You were saying it got done. cut off in the first episode. It was like a weird oh, place no, to well, cut. So yeah. I'm saying, does it feel like a full episode now, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it definitely does. There's, I mean, she's she's pieced enough of it together. She She doesn't know specific faces, but she's pieced enough of it together that she knows she was attacked. Um, mm-hmm. So, so we're at that point. What I, her, what's really getting me is the other woman who is in denial about what happened to her. That was crazy. That really was. That was just weird. I mean, she was because she wasn't confrontational, confrontational at all. And by the end of the conversation, the woman's just going off on her. Mm-hmm. Well, because she's her brain is basically doing everything to shut down the possibility that she that she was attacked that she was that she was raped 
and violated. Um, and, and she's lashing out at the woman who's trying to explain what happened. And, and she is doing everything to, to force that away, which results in this crazy outburst. This really, I mean, she was screaming at her as she turned the corner. Mm -hmm. It was, it was nuts, but, um, but understandable from a psychological perspective. That, um, obviously her alleged friend is lying about lot and is scum. So, um, yeah, I was glad that she did go to the police. I was surprised that they had her do it right away, too. I mean, well, that was that was a good thing. Yeah, uh, I, I was surprised and glad that she did because that's, you know, hopefully there would still be some physical evidence to to back up her allegations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's um, I mean, you know, it's not fun to watch. Oh, I was about to but, say but it does not seem like I this this is a show that I'm going to jump on. But she's a compelling actor. I mean, she's. Oh, I know. I love her. She reminds me of a. She reminds me of a black black Kate Blanchett. Think about her 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 bone structure in her face. Her face is amazing, and and I have to say, I've seen her where because that's a wig. That's not her hair. I've seen it when she just has her hair, which is a little afro, and Mm -hmm. it brings out her her bone structure in a way that's just like you can't take your eyes off of her. She she did a uh, a series a miniseries it's a British one called Black Sun Rising, and she blew the doors off that show. Also, mm. not a happy romp, but she blew the doors <laughs> off that show. And I love. I, and since then, I was like, oh my god, she, I love this woman, and I really want to watch this show, but I don't know if I can. I don't feel like I have the emotional energy right now. So, yeah, it's it's not a light watch. By nope. Any means. All right. Well, let's move on. Next up, we're going to talk about Roswell, and that this was the season finale. Uh, maybe not the series. We'll see. What? What did oh, you no, guys? They, they, no, they, oh, they've been, been picked oh, up for season three. That's true. It already had. Remember, I should, CW I should know up that. Up I, that's everything. right. You're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, what did you think of the season finale? You, son. Want to go first? Uh, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> after you. Wait, no, after you. You didn't. I, I've already spoken in the last two shows. I'm trying to be polite. Uh, well, I did too. I did too. I, I mean, I guess. I, I'm just trying to remember. I mean, I just watched it, but my memory is terrible. Um, he, here's what I'll say. Interrupt me, Tom, so that like you'll you'll like remind me of stuff. Um, I, I think I'll mirror what I said last week, which is they do a nice job of like tying everything up, and they definitely do a reveal. Um, you know, trip the the um, the sympathetic uh, 1950s army guy. Um, it, it's shown that he falls in. He, he did. I mean, I think we, we we all suspected this, but that he had fallen in love um, with um, whose whose mother is she? Whose mother is she? Uh, isn't it Michael's? Yeah. I, I, okay, maybe Michael's. I don't know. One of the alien children. Um, uh, so, and then you know, I like the fifties, and I like that they have explained anything. I really like a show. Sure, it ended on a cliffhanger. I mean, that's, I'm not faulting it for that at all. And it was a big, big reveal. Um, I'm not even actually sure how I feel about it, but um, I did like that they were tying up loose ends, and um, I thought that uh, you know, going to the flashback and seeing their whole relationship and saying that was nice. Um, oh, I know. I wanted to talk about how 
you know, they do a nice job of Michael being, um, I guess I'll call him bisexual. Um, mm-hmm. And so the, he'd started with, uh, he started with um, the, I don't remember the, what's his name? But anyway. Alex. Um, the, the, Alex, thank you. Alex. And then he switched to. Um, Maria. I can't remember. Maria, thank you. See, this is why I need your help. Um, I, I thought that was a little awkward of a switch, but not completely um, un, un, you know, out of the blue. Um, but uh, so, but I, so I was kind of sad because I know me and most of Instagram and Twitter were shipping, you know, Michael and Alex. Um, so I thought that was weird. But you know, it's a classic boy meets boy, boy loses boy, boy goes to girl, and then boy <laughs> wants to go back. Is that a classic oh, no. story? Girl, girl dumps boy. <laughs> Boy oh right, girl dumps boy. boy. Yes, yes. And, and boy so, has a no. new boyfriend. <laughs> yes, yeah. So what? I guess that classic story. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, but it's <laughs> it's definitely boy boy meets boy. You know, and then boy loses boy, and then eventually boy will find boy again. You know what I mean? Like I'm that's, sure. You know, the ship needs cause new, you know because new boyfriend rock. is in the series lead. Correct. Correct. So, so I'm okay with that trope. You know what I mean? Um, and I thought it was done sweetly. I thought Michael literally saying, um, you know, I'll come back to him or we'll come, we'll get back together again. That's a little different and sweet. Um, but props. I did not know that I believe the, the real name of, of, of Alex is Tyler and he is an actual singer. And in the show, he sang a full song at open mic. Um, I, be- I don't. I believe it's released in the real world. Um, I thought it was beautiful and poignant. Um, basically, mm-hmm. he was coming out to the world uh, in the bar, you know, and he even made the emphasis like in front of a whole bunch of you know cowboys and this and that, and it culminated in him kissing his sort of new boyfriend. I guess I thought that was really handled well, and the song was legit beautiful. I thought it was lovely. So. Um, it reminded me of when on Schitt's Creek, one of the main characters like sang to somebody and I thought, wow, this is really effective. It's not too manipulative. Um, and then fast forwarding towards the um, end, I I always w- wonder like how they do. I'm, I'm always very interested in how they do conflict, you know, you know, when because you have to manufacture conflict in a relationship. Um, and so I thought. Um, it was very realistic when Liz and oh, the other main character's name. I am terrible with names. Max. Um, Max. 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 So Liz and Max. Um, I thought it was a little dramatic. I think that she was right when he lit her lab on fire. I feel like he had other options. And in fact, I kept thinking, like, why doesn't he just stop them from going to the lab? You know, but I mean for dramatic tension in this and yada 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 so um i'm fine with that i'm interested to see how you know what happens in terms of that obstacle and lastly the big reveal um they did a nice job with breadcrumbs you know and um you know the whole like extra person on the ship and they did make a you know they've shown it a few times where somebody was really aggressive and and belligerent or or whatever um and i kind of had forgotten about that and then they went back to it and revealed that the baddie um is a i don't know twin slash carbon copy a clone Evil i don't twin, know where clone going. yeah you know something of max and bum, you know bum, bum, and uh bum. Yeah, and I really did not call that at all. I did not, and I love being surprised, as we all know. Uh, I don't, you know, and and I don't think we were cheated. I don't think that it was like, what? That would never make sense. It kind of fell in with the story, but still was a surprise. So I thought it ended, you know, on a nice, you know, tense cliffhanger, and I thought they rounded out some nice stuff. So I I thought it was a great finale for uh, this season. 
Tom? Will you miss? Will you miss? Will you miss Papa Evil 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 Daddy Jesse Maines at all? No, no, he was done. He needed dead. to be shot. He needed to be shot. I was shot. surprised they got rid of him so quickly in the episode. That was like the cold opening. It's like, bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Death I thought, coming back for season three. Yeah, and that was what is that called? Patricide? I thought that was like just dramatic. Yeah. Dude just killed his dad. He was like goodbye, and I was like, oh gosh, he killed his father. Um, so yeah, the show doesn't shy away from you know you know kind of bigger things i mean it's kind of a big deal when a character kills their father i mean he was very deserving of it and and whatnot but you know the show isn't super super serious or super whatever but i think it's a fun watch it's it's poignant and has its moments and then has like alien you know mystery and stuff i i think it's a fun and casual watch for sure all right guys did you like the finale i'm gonna say we need to wrap this up guys okay all yeah, right. I just want to know if you liked it, Tom. All right. Yep. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which was... We so good. Ju- we jumped times again. Now we're in the fift- 50s? Wait, yes? No, this no. is our second episode the 50s, of the 50s. Yeah. Second episode of the 50s. Fi- we yeah. jump at the end I of love- this one. Right, okay. So what? Black and white noir. Yeah, and, and, and I like that they I gave us the... I love that I like that they did it based on the fact that um, Colson got injured and we're seeing it solely through his eyes. He's narrating it. And it's just basically... Well, but we don't even know that until the end when he has that little line about, yeah, thanks for stopping that inner monologue. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Well, we, that knew, was great... we knew what he had the black and white because he said he was injured. But that was, yeah, the inner monologue was pretty funny. So, And I love the way... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It was very accurate. Um, like, it reminded me... It was an homage to a lot of things, obviously. Oh, yeah. But the whole Sunset, Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. That, wait, did you just say Sunset Boulevard? Yes. He said it at the same time. Yeah. He said it at the exact same time. So I was like, oh, this is how they're going. You know? And then, of course, with the twist. Um, yeah. I, 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 I'll, I'll just say this, and then I'll let you guys talk about the rest of it. Um, I, you know, I had complained that I was like, oh, time jump, or we didn't it, whatever. But... I really like the episode because if I'm getting a time jump, fine. So, so you, you know, I have to accept it. Um, but the way they did it and presented it and the homage and the jokes and all of it, it was a real fun watch for me. So whatever else you guys talk about in terms of what happened and this and that and what was revealed. Um, and I will end with, yay, they saved the cutie. So I think he's going to be in the rest of the season. <laughs> they were listening to us last week. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, who who, who theorized that they were going to... Allison, was that you who theorized that they were going to pluck him out of time and fake his death? I was hoping that that was going to be the case, and and I am I was so happy. I was like practically (laughs) jumping up and down, going. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was like, oh, done. I'm like, I like this episode. Whatever else happens, I'm good. So, um, yeah. So I looked up there because I stuff. I looked up the pronunciation of his name, Enver Jokay. Okay. Oh, now we have that and that question answered. But uh, where's he from? I forgot where he's from. I think he, uh, Eastern Bloc descent, if I remember. Interesting. Um, yeah, okay. I, I like him a lot. Discuss I like the rest. Of you. I like him a lot. Um, 
But I really, uh, what broke my heart, though, is, like, we figured out what's wrong with May. Apparently she has no emotions, but she can feel everybody else's. So they basically made May a really weird empath, which I'm not sure why <laughs> we've done this. But then it broke my heart when she touched, she, she deliberately went up to Coulson just to see. And she's like, I feel nothing. And I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, Greg, your that thoughts. That was pretty cold. That was, well, not just cold. It just was just like... They're, they're, why are you putting so many obstacles in my relationships? But what what did you think, Greg? Go ahead. Well, I, I know everyone was saying that the the black and white was a nice touch, and I actually I kind of I just didn't have that reaction. I was wondering, I was like, why is this in black and white? We were just previously farther back in time, and it wasn't in black and white. So why would this be in black and white? And I didn't understand the whole reasoning behind it other than the fact that I was like, oh, well... It was, it was an it, homage it was a, that you they're, missed. They're doing a film noir homage. on like homage. Yeah, yeah homage. and the film noir was yeah. in a specific time period which they were in. That's why. Yep. Uh, yes. Well, and I just kind of... Okay, I was just like going, okay, so they're just trying... They're doing this to try to cover up you know, stuff because they're filming in this hotel. Oh, look, there's elevators, but we can't show those because those would be more modern, that type of thing. No, they had, no, that's uh, not why they were they doing it. They also had, they have time period elevators in on set, so that's not why. Sorry. Sorry to break your bubble so, on that one. I mean, so, I mean, all in all, I mean, you, you get to the end of the storyline, and yeah, it's cool that they're going to, you know, take him into the future, and I think probably it's going to be, I think next week's episode is going to be even funnier. Because 70s, it sounds like, oh. yeah, going to the 70s, so, um, yeah, so it just seemed like, uh, it seemed like a, a kind of a bridge episode, really. No, I really enjoyed it. I oh. thought it was great. But I will say this, the theory right now is that that actor was also in Avengers, he was yep. in the Avengers movie, mm-hmm. so people now think that they're going to tie it in that he is really the character that he was in the Avengers. So I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Hmm. Um, but or that's uh, or fanboy sad speculation. Yeah, fanboy speculation, but it also makes me sad if it's true because I was like, he went from being this hero to just a random street cop. By the time <laughs> we get to Avengers, I'm not sure if I like that. And he didn't have a cane back then either. So oh, that that's true, too. Oh, maybe they fixed him with robotics or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At the end of the season, they're all LMDs. Exactly. Yes. But I felt so bad and, and, for, uh, what's his name? Um, the LMD guy, the Chromacon. What is his name? Enoch. Enoch. Oh, I felt so bad for him. Crazy canoe. Oh my god! Like no one. And the, and, bar. Oh my god! I and the drug it. dude sorry. pouring out his guts to him. <laughs> no, but what was what was great or what was ter- was sad is by the time he gets the last phone call, he just like just one. He just transfers it. He's like, whatever. This is you guys. Yeah, I'll connect you. And yeah. I thought it was very sweet that he's so unemotional, but he got emotional about that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like we really, see him as a very. You know what I mean? He really yeah. thinks of them yeah, as his so friends. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Poor Enoch. Poor Enoch. And they're like, we'll pick you up later, man. You'll be fine. And I'm like, really? Come on. Well, actually, it looked like they, they finally connect in the next episode from the, previ- from the previous. Yeah, but he's had 20 years to mope about it. He's going to be like, <laughs> he's, he's not a gonna... robot. He can be sad. This is how the robot rebellion happens. <laughs> 
But I'm kind of oh, wondering why they me. haven't uh, tried to bring back the actor who plays Fitz because he would have had the closest relationship with Enoch. Well, he's because he's on a mission. Be, he's supposed to. He's well, supposed to appear later this season, according to IMDb. Yeah, so. he's he's on a yeah. mission, oh, okay. and it's supposed to be a secret. It's what probably and no what one can is. know where he is. Right. No one can know his exact the location. The real truth I, for that is he probably the actor went probably to London for something. And that's then, what I yeah that's he had a previous commitment right. Yeah. So because he did that last season, part of the reason he was frozen and missing is he was shooting a movie. Um. So they tend to do that for him when he's busy. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Uh, next, we're, I think we're all saying thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Next up, we're going to talk about The Order and what's weird. I know, guys, season two has dropped. However, we're catching up, so it's okay. So we're going to discuss <laughs> season one, and then as we catch up, we will discuss season two. So right now, huh? um, I, I know I'm telling you this, Greg, because you're on season two and I'm on season two, but you said yeah. and Allison are both in season one. Because oh, uh, oh, okay. because we talked about it last week and I recommended it, they didn't start watching it till this week, so they're only three episodes into season one. Oh so, my god! I okay. know, right? Erase your brain. <laughs> don't don't think about season two. Okay, what I will uh, do is so I will let Allison. Yeah, Allison, we're gonna have Sorry. you start and tell talk about what you think of what you've seen so far of the order, and it'll help us remember where the heck you are in the show. <laughs> So okay. go ahead. All right. Well, um, I started watching it primarily because you guys were raving and saying it was it was great, and you know I did, I went over to Netflix and it was like right there they started they were advertising season two and I went all oh, right that's you know what what they said was so great so I started watching from the beginning. Um, I'm three episodes in so far, and at first I was like. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be into this. It's, it's like the magicians if it was done by the CW. And I, <laughs> um, but it, it very quickly got much better than I was expecting. Um, it actually is very clever. It's, I mean, it's not up to magicians level of, of witty and weird, but it's still really fun to watch. And the characters I'm, I'm enjoying so far, especially the lead guy, Jack, um and and the whole revenge thing that they've got going he's him and his his grandfather are going after this guy who is apparently uh Jack's father um and they Coventry. have no relationship yeah uh, who and at the beginning you don't really know who this guy is and and they're just they he wants to get embedded in the order so he can find him and use the order against him but they really don't know even what the order is about other than it being a secret society. It comes as a complete surprise that uh, they're just a, an order of like magicians and magic is real. And it's even worse when he finds out, I think it's at the end of the second episode, that uh, the guy who heads up the whole thing is his dad. Uh, and is a and... super master magician. Oops. So, now Yes. What? Exactly. So, the heck um, mag, mag dude, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. What, what do you do now? And uh, the he, you know, the it's interesting how he ends up as part of the order uh, because everything seems to be like a raid against it happening, including one of the the mothers of a would be 
acolyte or whatever they call them. Um, who? Uh, oh, ne- I love I, I love the twist of the roommate. I thought that was fantastic. Oh, well, I knew was something great, was up, but I mean, him. I knew he was going to be something bad. Yeah, you know? it's like he's too weird to be. You know, just an ordinary stoner. weird roommate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stoner, if you will. Um, but but I I I didn't I, guess that he was a column, though. Not until no. I not until I actually when when they introduced the golem, I knew what it was. Especially when I saw the uh, the Hebrew writing on the forehead, it's like, oh, it's a golem. Um, the one thing that I do have questions about in this show is that here they have a world in which magic is actually real, and yet nobody can identify a werewolf or a golem. Yeah, I and thought that was weird. Yeah, like, I thought that was very weird. Well, yeah, I, well yeah. except that you do remember, the one thing that, only thing I can explain is, every time somebody dies of something magical, they always do a spell that erases everybody's memory. No, she's talking about the actual witches and the actual oh, right, magic. Right, right. Yeah, but, but but they the were older like, they the had older to, like, ones look up a werewolf. Well, the older ones are the more powerful ones. They do know about Gollum. Like the magic, the Mangus, Mangus, Gollum. Magus. Yeah, Magus. Magus. Whatever his name. Magus. Is. Magus. Magus. Yeah, Magus. he knows all that. Plural stuff. Magi. Right, so he knows oh, right. all of that stuff. It's yeah, the people who are lower rank. No, but it's just—it's like popular lore, like she said. I mean, I we know what a freaking werewolf is. You know what I mean? Right. So I just thought I thought no, that I don't, that and, and the thing is, me. they all—they all knew what it was, but they didn't know like what was real, like what. That's what she was looking up when 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 someone said werewolf, they all didn't go, "Oh my god, what's that?" And it's like it's a dog, it's a person. No, but, it's not that, yeah, but, but they, still, I just, giant but wolf creature sense. who's killing people by ripping them apart. It's like, oh, I guess it's a werewolf, not what yeah. yeah I don't, I don't know. That, that stuck out for me. I have to agree okay, with Allison. Go ahead. Go ahead. Here, here's 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 what I want to say. Um, I also really just I was very curious to hear what Allison had to say because when I first started the show I also was like I don't know if I'm going to like this um, and um, I you know and the break bills and the Berkeley or whatever that school their school is named um, you know I thought oh god is this really going to be like a Belgrave you know and I you know and I know I'd have been warned of this and stuff but here are the things I like the differences and this is I think what's important for me to watch the show um I like that the lead character is like a muggle you know what I mean and that I like that the whole school isn't a magic school it's just a college you know what I mean and so there is this tension and there is this you know issue about you know the school having the magic uh, the people having the magic, but the school is not a magic school. So that's very different. Um, I also, re- I mean, not very different, but it's not exactly the same, which I like. I also thought, I do like the lead character. I do think the show is clever and funnier than I thought it was going to be. And it's not quite as rat-tat-tat with the fantastic dialogue of the magicians. But there was like a, or like an earthiness to the show, like organic. It definitely felt more like like it was grounded more in reality you know what i mean um yeah. and yeah. i liked that about it you know what i mean magicians was a fun ride but it was full on fantasy and crazy you know what i mean um and and incredibly witty in the dialogue this is more like there's teenage angst and there's this and lots of people getting murdered and lots you know, of people um, getting murdered lots and lots <laughs> of people getting murdered so that's a different tone than magicians i love uh, i love 
the conflict of him being turned into a werewolf and then also still being a part of the order. And yes. every time someone does magic, he's into a werewolf. That's great tension yes. for our lead. And yes. that, you know, and, you know, the Hermione character or whatever, she's she's fine. You know, um, I it's a little bit of a trope, the, you know, overachieving, you know, blonde girl who gets, you know, extra assignments, whatever. Um, I don't care about that. Um, it's not enough of a problem. So just to kind of finish up, though, I definitely, definitely like the show, um, you know, at this point at three and, and looking forward to the rest. Um uh, you know, they kill off his favorite professor. I mean, I just people are dying left and right. So you really, they're not committed, you know, and to to any particular character, which makes it again more exciting and more tension filled. Because you're like, what are they going to do? Like, who's, yeah. you know? So who's it's going to be more this. I, ha- I have the stakes say, are high. I have to say yeah. that in se- this is not really a spoiler for season two, but there is a character death in season two that made me laugh hysterically. And it's, it was because normally because you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this person died. Oh, my God, whatever. This character did something and it was it was this really simple something. And then the results of it were insane. And I just fell out laughing. Uh, so they do have humor. I mean, not the same kind of humor. It was very much a dark humor. <laughs> you no, know, it's clever. Yeah, it was clever. It was, yeah, it was it was a very clever. I was like, oh, it was pretty brilliant. Um, and the lead character has a lot of charisma and he can pull off the kind of, you know, you know, like when it, I found it really interesting how they made him like, you know, without using magic, he was like super tough guy who like took down the bully. You know what I mean? And well, I mean, then if you think about you know, if you think about it, he's been training his whole life to kill this Coventry guy, even thinking that Coventry was a regular guy. So it makes no, no, sense not, that he would have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it didn't make sense. I like that his character is very complicated, but he's like super into morality and like philosophy. So oh, he's right. not just his a classes. Yeah, not yeah. Rude. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He's an empathetic guy. He's got a lot of heart. He's got morals. He's got brawn. Like they've done a really nice job of making him very kind of multi, you know, complex and fun to watch and interesting, which, you know, all the all of the characters pretty much in magicians were like a type. You know what I mean? They weren't particularly, I mean, a little bit. I mean, they did have, get growth. I'm not saying they didn't over five seasons. But, um, you know, Quentin was pretty much Quentin. You know what I mean? Except <laughs> for the one episode where he turned into mean Quentin. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. already out of the gate, I like the main, main character. And not just because he's cuter and not just because he's blah, blah, blah. Um, but but really, I, I like the kind of mishmash of, you know, how complex he is. And I also like that he's very moral because this world is crazy and people are dropping left and right. So I feel like it helps to make him more real. And as a viewer, I can I can relate to him, you know, better yeah. than it just being like crazy, crazy world. You know yeah. what I mean? So he I try, thought he always that tries to make. The, yeah, I think he always tries to make the right decision more than. Yeah. Um, what what will help him the most? Right. Yeah, and that helps me relate to the show because then I'm like, you know, that whole kind of like, well, that's I'm not saying, oh, that's who what I would be, but it's you know, he's it's realistic in terms of his conflicts and stuff. So yeah, I like the show. I'm excited. All right, well, let's wrap that up. Uh, please watch more so that we can catch up to season two because <laughs> I'm trying. I don't want to pause too long on. on Is there this. ten? Is there yeah, 10? I think there's ten in season one, and. Uh, yeah, you got. I'm not even gonna put a limit on it. Go as fast as you can so you can catch up with us. Uh, yeah, I will. All right. Uh, next up, we're gonna talk about the Great, and this will be the last two episodes of the Great. 
Um, and wow, I, that was the first one. I, I don't even. I, it's so it's such a weird thing. It feels like the last two episodes were doing its best to humanize uh, Peter to make it be like he's in love with Catherine. Mm-hmm. He's a real person. He's not a terrible guy. Are we sure we should kill this dude? Like, it really felt like it was trying to give us that doubt. But I was like, no, Peter's a freaking psychopath. Because then he takes the lover out to shoot him in the forest. Like, every time you think that he might have a sense of right and wrong, you're like, oh, no, sorry. I was thinking of someone else. So it's, he's just, he's a terrible, terrible person. But the most tension I felt was... Their coup went off the rails very quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was it was just like, I was like, you guys, you had a plan. What happened to your plan? Off the rails. Just everything was just going. Mariel happened to their plan. Mariel happened well, to their plan. Well, not just Mariel. To be fair, it wasn't, it wasn't just, just Mariel. Yeah, Mariel was, Mariel ri- yeah. rode the wave of the chaos. She was like, oh, this is going nuts. Yeah. Let me save myself. Like, yeah. by the time she switched no, I, sides, yeah. it was already it, it, off the rails. For sure. I'm, I mean, I'm being a little bit silly, you know what I mean? But, I mean, keep talking, because I, I have stuff to say. Wait, actually, I want to say this, because you were talking about Peter. Um, I This is, to me, why the show is brilliant, and why Nicholas Holt is, you know, should get whatever award he, he's allowed to get. Well, I guess it's an Emmy. Um, you know, um, I... I mean, just the, yes, the writers, you know, really, really helped him out. But we I've talked about it all season, about his ability in terms of his acting, and of course with the aid of the writing, um, to continue to make us, you know, somewhat conflicted about him. And the scenes where her birthday, where he brings Voltaire to her, and then, you know, he uh-huh. talks about... Um, yeah. You know, you are, you know, even for a woman, you know, or especially for a woman, you are smart, you know, and it's just like, oh, God, it's like perfectly him. And then that gesture is incredibly beautiful, you know, and and shows, I guess, as and much he understands he her. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's all about love, you know, understanding the person. I mean, it's about understanding and the and that speech he gives. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it almost broke my heart. I was so because I knew she was planning on killing him. And <laughs> it broke her heart. It, you know what I mean? It broke her heart. I thought it was so brilliant because, you know, he stands up and finally, finally, you know, kind of really recognizes, you know, you're great for Russia and you're so smart and you're this and that. And he's sitting at the table with Voltaire. And I really thought at that point, oh, God, don't kill him. You know, I was like, <laughs> you know for, just don't do it. Change your mind. You know, we, you, and and also she promised the aunt she wouldn't kill him, you know. And so I was kind of a little bit upset because I was like, you're going back on your promise and look at him. He's changed. And so I loved that. All of that. It really, you know, made me feel a lot of feels, all the feels, you know. And and lastly, I will say, but then at the end and it was so poignant and funny and so classic where he's like, I think you're going to say I love you. you know, me, I love me. You know I mean? <laughs> she's, like, she's like, no, no, that wasn't what I was going to say like, at all. No. And he's like, no, but really, declaration, come on, you know? And I just thought, oh, it's brilliant, brilliant. So, yeah, and then, and when she talked about, this is all I'll say, I'll finish by saying, um, when she talked about, and I, again, I'm so happy and impressed by Elle Fanning, or that, that's Elle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is Elle. Elle Fanning. 
Um, so uh, not wasn't a super fan of hers, but now I'm in just I love her. And that scene where she talks about so close, to, you know, she doesn't love him, but, you know, and she talks about how he's tender and cruel. And I mean, it was great to me. All the chaos and all of that other stuff was fantastic. It was a mad, mad world, you know, and it was a reckoning. Everybody got what they were hope, coming for or getting or all of it. It was a madness, which was brilliant in and of itself. But those scenes between the two of them were just brilliant for me and brought it all back to you know at the end of the day we have been watching an entire series of those two going back and forth with each other yes Russia yes the revolution all of that but they're the you know they're the meat of the show for me and that was just the payoff was fantastic it was well, what, what's and, so and ironic ending. what's so well, I was gonna say yeah. what's so ironic is when she came there that was the Peter she wanted like yeah. if he had yeah. been that yep. Peter when yeah. she first yeah. arrived they would have been happily married. Exactly. That's why it's so exactly. poignant. That's why it's so yeah. poignant. I mean, chills. Right. I just thought, oh, too late. Too late. You know? No, it was great. Anyway. I, uh, I just want to second. <laughs> I want to second what you say about Nicholas Holt's performance in that, I mean, this is when he was a child actor, he was the kid in About a Boy. Oh, right. I yeah. remember that. I do. So, I remember that. And, I loved and, him in that. And we've, we've seen him grow, you know, the X-Men movies and yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. But this is such a great role for him as a young man because he is charismatic. He can yeah. be charming, but he's still a douche. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's sympathetic, but he's still a douche. And yeah. what's funny is if you look at broad sweeping strokes at what the deviations from the historic the historical version of the the real people versus the the uh you know the this ver these versions oh well there's a big difference in his character definitely but he was still a douche <laughs> he was a douche but he was also a, very much a weakling he was he was actually deposed very easily by cat mm -hmm. because he he really was just a spineless little wimp but in this uh, what i liked mm -hmm. was their idea was that we couldn't they they couldn't just portray him that way because then it, there would be no challenge. There's no drama. There's no drama. There's no There's challenge. No you know, so they needed to make him be like a real present threat. Someone mm -hmm. who could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Catherine at least for a while. And that's exactly what they've managed to achieve with that, both in the writing and the casting, because I agree that both are absolutely brilliant. And she's she's luminous. The first thing oh, yeah. I saw her in was Super 8. She's she's the, the token girl among the boys in the cast. She was a teenager at the time. Okay. But in this, there are a couple of scenes, especially toward the end of the season, where she reminds me of a young Michelle Pfeiffer, which is a compliment, because I adore mm. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, oh yeah. But uh, yeah, has yeah. this been picked up for season two yet? It better be. It better. Because <laughs> yeah, really. she, she had one of the longest reigns of any world monarch. Yeah. I mean, Elizabeth II obviously has the longest, but she was up there with Elizabeth I and Victoria. So there's so much more story. That to sacrifice, though, at the end. Let's talk about that for a second. Uh, oh, heartbreaking. Oh, that heartbreaking. was so but you powerful. Knew, it you really knew it was coming. I love yes. you, but I love Russia more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his Ooh. acting. The acting was all around the aunt was amazing oh, yeah. i want to say a little bit i want to say a little bit about the aunt i've talked about her before that scene where she like you know she's like you're lying to me you know and that moment where she mm -hmm. has to make the decision about you know the betraying her blood mm -hmm. yes 
Oh my God, she is she is fantastic as well, and I love that she was like that moment of revelation. And and when um, uh, you know Catherine is like, you know, this is also the line. You know what I mean? And that's when she realized the aunt she could rationalize, you know, uh, deposing, uh, you know, supporting the coup because she was like, oh right, I'm still sticking to my morals of like you know the the line of ascension or whatever. And but and her you know being like, I'm going away for a week. Bye bye. You know what I mean? And, and I, so all of it i mean across the board i don't think i have a complaint i think everybody was fantastic yeah, that was a really good and of season. course yeah let's wrap that up yep. though. wrap it up uh thumbs up all around i think worth oh, resubscribing yeah. to hulu for <laughs> <laughs> all right we next told up. you tom we told you next up we're going to talk about control z and we finally made it to the end. I'm not sure if I'm happy about that. Uh, the end was what not... A downer. Ending. It was not satisfying. Well, it was satisfying in that we find we get the hacker. We find out why the hacker's doing what he's doing. You get everything. And then you're like, that's how you're ending it? I'm pretty sure there has to be a season two. There has to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was and just... And what's his face? What's his face? As an, um, oh, soccer boy. Uh, Javi. Uh, Javier. Javier doesn't necessarily doesn't where he was shot. He shouldn't necessarily be dead. There's no vital organs down there. Correct. Right. His soccer days might be done. Well, but... he didn't want to play soccer anymore, so that might be fine. But so no big. Oh loss for him. man, it was just so dark. The last episode oh, was just yeah. so dark, man. You know what I thought was heart. What I thought was heartbreaking was the bully kid started bonding with the mom too. Oh right. Yeah. And, and then just... they killed the kid. Yep, and then that yeah, bond is over. Died. No bond. And, and I got why he was thinking about killing himself. Like, he's, like, ruined it. But then when he finds out the other guy did it, that his friend basically Raul. set it up. And I was like, if you go and try to kill him, have you not learned your last lesson? Like, it felt like he was in a loop. Like, it was just so... It was sad. The whole thing was sad. And I feel like that yeah. the hacker dude did not get what was coming to him at all. A beatdown from Javi is not what he deserved. He did so much to hurt so many people. He so. might he he could still be prosecuted for a variety of things. True. Um, I, I did think it was funny though when he got his dad arrested. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh yeah, when he when he stabbed <laughs> his dad in the back. Oh, yeah, that was fair. But his dad was a jerk, so I didn't really feel... And his dad legit was a criminal and was going to jail for being a criminal. Apple tree. <laughs> Greg, your thoughts. What do you think? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the last two episodes were really, you know, gripping. Um, and, and I didn't see the whole Sophie thing. Like, you know, Sophie, it kind of... I, I kind of thought that she was you know, in him because, you know, she had the falling out with her mom and then she like runs all the way down the street and then she shacks up with him. And, and, but then when she did the whole thing where she was like, no, but I need to go back to Javier because we understand each other. But I was like, what, what, what's going on here? Oh, when she started talking that crazy stuff, I'm like, oh, she knows. Yeah. She's I realized totally, she, yeah. I knew she's she got knew, him wired. Yeah. I knew she knew as soon as 
he leaves her in the bedroom for a second, and then he comes back with a pizza, and she's like, you know what? I gotta go. And I was like, oh, she knows. Because we, we all know as the audience that the mask is underneath the bed. It's under the bed. So, right. and the thing about her is she's super observant. That is her superpower. And by her just dodging him when he brings in the pizza, I was like, oh, she knows right now. Like, I knew she knew in that moment. But unlike stupid people, when you, whenever you watch a drama and someone's figured out their secret, they're like, oh, my God, it's you. Like, and then they get killed. I like the fact that she just played it off. She's like, you know, I just got to go do a thing. I'll be right back. And she just left and seemed like everything was right up until she was ready to drop, you know, her trap on him. And then she told him, I know. So. Yeah, and I also don't get it's like, so her big secret is that her dad somehow faked his death in right. some sort of fire or something, and but she knows that he's alive, but the mom doesn't, and so it's like, okay, what? Yeah. What's that's with the that... faking of the death? Did he do that for the insurance money? We have no backstory. We don't know. Yeah, yeah that, no that seemed a little, I, I call you know shenanigans a little bit on that, because that was... That didn't make any Basically, sense. Basically, they, they they lied to us on the backstory, and then they didn't explain to it uh, us adequately. It's, Correct. It's kind of like that last clue in Sherlock Holmes' pocket. It's like, well, yeah, how am I supposed to know that, dude? <laughs> yeah, I think they wanted us to believe that that she was having an affair or something with him because he said something like, "Well, if anyone found out, then we could, you know, we could it, be in a lot of trouble. It would and, destroy our know, family." Uh, yeah. 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 It was it was very much I was a misdirection. That, that was her real dad. And that the guy who died was not her dad, but I don't know. Oh, no, no, it, no! That was it. Was a, he faked his death because that the the gravestone was his name. Right. He was. He was. Right. That's why he splits town. But whatever. Like that part just didn't work. I don't know. But I am. I I hope that there's a season two because I want to see Raul get taken down. That's my. But I issue. want to know where this place is because they have like the cleanest high school on the cleanest street in the cleanest city I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 the AV Tech's ransom for the first, you know, in the flashback was in pesos, right. but Spain uses the euro. I I don't so think it's it, I don't right? think it's supposed is to be euro. It, I think it's supposed to no, be it Central says America. It's a, yeah, they said this is a Mexican drama, so it's yeah. I assume oh, this it's is like Me- Mexican. This is Mexican. Okay, I didn't know it was Me- a Mexican yeah. drama. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, where, where is it? Because it looks really clean for Mexico. <laughs> 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 I have no idea, but we've got to wrap this up. Overall, I'd say the series is good. I just, the ending was just such a, oh, stab you in the gut. Devastating. And I, I don't, I'm not going to say it's a bad ending, but it was just not a happy ending. How about that? Right. No. All right, next up, we're going to talk about Staged, and we're going to talk episodes four through six, and we broke it up like that because of Greg. So, so oh, my not God. To me again? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. It's okay. You only you watched half the season. Everybody else just rammed it because it was like 15 minutes an episode. Uh, but I'm curious, since we all watched it last week and you watched it this week, what did you think of the second half of the season? Oh, I thought it was really good. I mean, the 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 little dialogue, you know, barbs like back and forth uh, were really good. Um, although at one point, like when Tennant and Sheen are like yelling at each other, I was like, wait a minute. I mean, it almost seems like they were genuinely mad at each uh, that's other. That's called acting. <laughs> no points. No points. <laughs> it is called acting. They they, they were like, following uh, the script. Just, 
Yeah, was there like some falling out on set or something like previously, <laughs> and they're just like channeling that right now? I didn't know what was going on, um, but it was, it was kind of funny. Up. Yeah, I mean they 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 tried they tried so many different ways to like try to get you know these guys to work together, and then they just start picking on each other, and you know like hey maybe you could be more convincing. Why do you sound cartoonish? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'll have you know then, I have played a cartoon. Sorry. Yeah, and then of course, all at the end, you know, you get of course Dame Judy Dench, which like snaps them back into reality, which is pretty much like, look, okay, you know, you said you were gonna do this play, you committed to it, and now step up and do the work. I I love and, that the whole, but the whole tension and the fighting was all set up to bring in Judy Dench to do what she did, which was great. And I loved how they all just responded like little schoolboys. They were like, yes, ma'am, whatever you want us to do. Okay. You know, she, that was fantastic. A treasure. They keep saying that she's a national treasure. Yes. Everyone says that. Everyone says that. Um, yeah. but, but you know, you could tell though. Okay. So I want to know if anyone else noticed that, okay, that David Tennant looks like he's in like a regular house and, uh, Michael Sheen looks like he's in a regular house and he's got a neighbor that he was kind of, you know, there was some drama with the neighbor and wasn't sure what happened with the neighbor. But like when they switched to Judy Dench, like the room she's in is so large, you can't even see where the windows are. They're like, they're so far, like she's in a freaking football field, like just <laughs> massive, like completely different sizes of residences here. I mean, when you're, when you're talking well, about, she's been doing this be for a, like, a while. A, completely different level of wealth i think yeah uh, if you just want to look at the room she's in she's got a really nice house <laughs> yes that's what, you, that's what you get from from being judy dench well to be fair being a national treasure yeah she's a national treasure for a reason which means she's starting a bunch of movies and to get her on whatever it costs you a little dime she's got to mm-hmm. pay that rent some kind of way but yeah she i like how they all uh, snap to and Michael Sheen was creepily like lusting after her, which I was thrown. I was like, "Stop it!" Yes. Um, she loves my mane. My <laughs> mane. He he got super excited about it, but I thought that the whole thing was pretty fantastic, um, and I liked how it, it like it was just a fun ride from beginning to end, and mm-hmm. I really do think you can just watch it all in one sitting. But I do. Like, I did. Yeah, I know most people. I mean, you can. It's like 15, 20 minutes a piece, and there's yeah, not that many. Very fast. Um, but I just love one. I love Michael. Ten- Michael Tennant. Good Lord, I just mixed their names. <laughs> just combine them. <laughs> <laughs> I really like uh, David Tennant and Michael Sheen's newer. I mean, I've loved David Tennant for a long time, but Michael Sheen has, is a newer person that I've really grown to like. And watching them together is just amazing. Their chemistry is fantastic. So, two thumbs up. Uh, this is, and if you're wondering where you can watch it right now, it's all on YouTube at the moment. So if you're if you're looking for the show, look for Staged on YouTube, or you know, look for either David Tennant or Michael Shannon. And there are six episodes. So that's all I got to say about that. And thumbs up from me, right, guys? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Way up. Sure. <laughs> All right. If you guys have any questions or comments, leave them at tvcampfire.gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. Uh, you can get listen to us on getthepointradio.com, Krypton Radio, Weedonopolis, and iTunes. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.